Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Claire Marquick, and this is Real Life Business. Hey, how are you? Welcome to the show. If this is your first time listening, then thank you so much for lending me your ears. And if you are back for another episode, thank you again for your continued support. If you're in business and like me, wear many different hats, then this is the show for you. If you're wanting more time, more money, less stress, more control, this is the show for you. Join me each week for a blend of conversation and solo episodes where we get real about business and talk about how best to navigate that emotional and financial roller coaster we find ourselves on without driving ourselves mad. This isn't your average small business podcast, but then who wants to be average? You ready? Let's get into it. Hey, hey, welcome back and a happy 2022. I trust you all had an amazing Christmas and New Year break and are now ready to get back into some level of normality. I know for me in the Markwick household here, January is a little bit of an all over the place month because the kids are still off school on school holidays. So we're sort of semi in work mode, semi in holiday mode. We sort of gear ourselves back up steadily to uh, really get the ball rolling in February. But that's how I like it. That's how that's how we roll. I, I like having my easy Januaries. Now, this week, I am sharing a conversation that I recorded with an amazing woman called Kylie Daly. Now, Kylie is the founder and owner of Lightbox Imageworks with her husband, Darren, based in Wagga Wagga, New South Wales. And in this conversation, she shares her story of resilience and She shares a period of her life, their family life, that really tested their resolve, both business-wise, financially, and family-wise. You know, they were hit from all angles. And I thought this was a really important conversation to share because through that time, Kylie learned some lessons that have really helped her think differently about her life, her business, her priorities, and how she approaches things. And she was really keen to get that message out there. And and if this conversation helps just one person get through a difficult part in their life, then, then her work is done and my work is done. So grab yourself a cuppa and sit back, relax, and enjoy this inspirational conversation. Welcome, Kylie. It is so great to finally have you on the show. We first spoke back in March. Can you believe it was so long ago? Um, (laughs) Time has just flown. So I'm thrilled that you are finally able to be here. Why don't we start off with you just sharing a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Uh, Well, thank you so much for having me, having me back. I loved our chat first round. Um, uh, so Kylie Daly, I am a business owner and operator with my husband, Darren, uh, a photography a business, Lightbox Imageworks. Um, that's sort of probably not fundamentally who I am or known as, but in business, that's, that's, that's sort of you. my title. Um, I'm the backbone of, of the business. Darren goes out and does the work because it's more industrial and um uh you know on the ground stuff but um yeah I run the business but I'm also a mother of of three beautiful daughters um all sort of complex in their needs and requirements um so I'm at home Darren uh, travels to Sydney a lot so um I'm home here in Wagga um running the office and the the household uh I'm also a singer songwriter and I suppose storyteller uh and I feel like this sort of meeting uh, with you has been a really beautiful sort of coming together of all that because it's, it is about telling my story in those three roles, I suppose, um, that has um, been a really uh, enjoyable experience just uh, connecting with you um, in that mm-hmm. space. Thank you. I think, I mean, I think it's so common I mean, and this is a sweeping generalisation, so apologies any men listening out there, but it, it, it is so common for women to wear so many hats, isn't it? You know, we, we're the, the business owner, the, the house 
operator, if you like, the house manager, the, you know, the sort of, we're just in charge of so many different things. We wear so many different hats, don't we? And then like, you've got that beautiful creative side as well. Singer songwriter. That's exciting. It is. And I feel like, um, it's so important. Um, uh, I've just finished a, a mentorship, um, with women in business and, I was very honest when um, we graduated the other night. I just said, look, it was my in into women in business because I actually didn't feel like I could um, uh, just jump on into women in business because I actually didn't feel like a woman in business at the beginning wow. of the year, um, and which is ridiculous because I literally run our business and a successful one at that. But um, yeah. uh, it was crazy because I wasn't fully, you know, 100% invested in that and only that. Um, I felt like, um, yeah, it was just my own stuff, no one else's. And so having this mentorship and just this uh, understanding around that. And you're right, those roles have to be uh, fluid and um, not all-encompassing, but uh, understand that you have to take one hat off um, and put another one back on or, you know, maybe wear a couple at the same time and um, know how to manage that and also acknowledge it, but also acknowledge it in others so that uh, there's this realistic expectation or understanding or even empathy when you're dealing with others and whether it is you know whether it is male or female because you know as I said my husband works away um he has to leave the home he's mm. he's out um on the road a lot he has to sort of stay um by himself he's missing a lot of the stuff that I'm able to share with our children on a day-to-day basis you know the good the bad and the ugly yeah um, but there's there's a double-edged sword to that because you know for it to work um he has to be away um because all our contracts are mostly in sydney or you know out out of walker but um there is there's a there's a challenge in that for him as well so there's there's um yeah there's two sides they're of- absolutely there absolutely is. Yeah. I'm fascinated by your, the thing you said there about at the start of the year, not feeling like you were a woman in business. Mm. I wonder like, what have you learned through this, um, through this year on the mentor program that's changed your perception of that? Um, it, it, there's been a number of lessons, but I'll, I'm going to be completely honest here because I was when I first went into the um, uh, the role of mm-hmm. you know mentee. Um, we sat around a table and we had to just say why we we put our applications in, and I, I was so honest. I I said I hate my job, <laughs> um, and it was a bit shocking to a few, and they mm-hmm. even admitted the other night. Um, like our business has come about uh, uh, due to. Um, us having to find something to keep our 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 life afloat, and mm-hmm. um, and it's not that we uh, aren't great at what we do, but it, it's you know as I said, it's industrial, it's you know on the on the ground in tunnels on roads, and my husband's known as the man who makes dirt look good, so like he's phenomenal at what he does, you know. <laughs> but I'm the photographer. Um, you know, who went to university, studied photography, graphic design, that I'm the creative one per se. And yeah. here I am stuck in the office. Is that know, behind a computer money, <laughs> Chasing up money or, you know, being chased for money or um, you know, coordinating EWPs to get on site or, uh, yeah. you know, all the stuff that, to be honest, um, Isn't super really fun. Doesn't, doesn't float my boat. And... Um, I obviously do it well, um, even, you know, getting tenders, you know, in on time and uh, all these quite significantly time uh, challenging, yeah, um, uh, paperwork and uh, mind uh, filling uh, jobs and roles that, again, I've done and I continue to do, but uh, really I was feeling very overwhelmed and overloaded by it um, mm. but someone had to do it and that someone seemed to be me um, so I suppose going in I just was unsure whether my role in the business or the business itself was was actually mine I didn't feel like it was mine so 
I didn't sort of want to step into a, a, a new entity or a new group of people um, not being real to who I was. And okay. um, yeah. so that may be where that come from. But through the year uh, with my mentor, she just identified that irrespective of of how it looks it, that's my reality <laughs> like I am doing it like and um I've changed and the other night I wrote it down because it was quite interesting I still don't love my roles in our business but I love our business you know mm. which I thought was pretty special um because there was no hate in there anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which is a big big shift and also um I don't Again, I still don't know what I'd like to do in our business, but I value myself in our business, you know, and mm. that's a big shift as well. So, absolutely, um, yeah. So that's just in one area of my life, in in what I, one of my roles, one of my hats, I suppose. Yes. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think particularly. Um, I guess, particularly in family businesses where like in your case, you're not the one on the ground taking the photos, even though that's your background, that's your, you know, your education, your training, I guess in that regard, you know, and, it, passion too. and your passion, that's clearly. What I'm good at. Well, yeah. you know, that's what I'm good at. So yeah. that, well, that's what I feel like I'm good at, you know, and that's what people say I'm good at, you know, and yeah. I love doing, I get filled up because you're with people. I think that was the other thing. And that was probably what was identified. I buy myself a lot here, you know. I'm yes. at home by myself and I'm not with my team. My team, i.e. my husband, who he and I are a phenomenal team. And so when we're not together, that's hard too. And then if I'm at home by myself doing these things that I'm not loving, um, yeah, by myself and I'm not around people filling me up or I'm not filling them up, it's, yeah, it's a little bit soul destroying, I think. It can be, it can be really draining, can't it? Because, you know, I'm much the same. I was, I was talking to a group of um, kids going into year 12. So I was doing some work with an incoming student leadership team yesterday. And we were talking about the difference between introversion and extroversion and it not necessarily being you either like people or you don't, but it's where you, you know, how you get your energy. And we sort of split the room um, into sort of those that thought they were more introverted and those that thought they were more extroverted. And we were just having a discussion across the room. And it was amazing those on the more extroverted side, which is very much where I sit as well. It, the, particularly these last few, few months of on and off of lockdown, it's been really draining of energy not to be able to be interacting with people when you're when you're wired that way when that's the thing that that recharges our batteries and gives us energy, it, it can become really, really hard to keep our energy levels up kind of it's like we're literally we're a we're a we're a battery plugged into the charger but the charger's not plugged into the wall like we, we don't have that energy source to to keep us lit up and oh, keep us energy absolutely and if you're not yeah if you're not surrounded by people that buoy you or fill you up and you're not doing anything that buoys you or fills you up i think that's that yeah it's it's not a, a great place to be in and then you can't then fulfill the other roles i.e like being the mother that i needed to be or wanted to be yeah. or you know then i was feeling too overwhelmed to even do anything that um actually did fill me up in my creative side too you know and that was brings in those things like concern for resentment or regret, you know, those things that can really impact um, your, your mental health, but also your relationships and things too, which I've always worked really hard on not, you know, making a, um, a, an impact, especially when, you know, we choose to work together, we choose to go this path um, yeah. um, together in a, in a business together. And it was pretty much, I just said, I'm just going to go get a job. That was, that was pretty much where I ended up. I'm just going to go get a job. And, and that's huge. Um, but I'm not in that space anymore because I realised that I've just got to strip down the roles and delegate or find someone to do the roles that I just literally loathe <laughs> um, and yep. still do some that, you know, just have to be done. But um, also bring in some creation um, or creative and whether that's in our business or like I have done um, 
auditioned for a role in a musical and I got one of the leads, which is fab. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Is that something but, coming up or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. so the, the local production of Mamma Mia. So, um, oh, wow. you know, and it's joyful and, and I've just noticed that shift and the children have noticed the shift and my husband has because all of a sudden there's some value in, in what um, I use my time for in Absolutely. my, you know, outside of work because it was all work, no play. It's so important, isn't it? I, a concept that I um, work through with my clients, like do something called a real life audit and it okay. essentially it's like imagine like a imagine like a wheel that's got eight different segments in it, eight sort of spokes. Our business is just one spoke. It's just one segment of that circle of that wheel. There's so many other aspects, yet our business can completely just take over the entire circle. So it's a really cool way just to kind of like hone in and go, okay, well, how do I feel about my business? How do I feel about my hobbies and you know what I'm doing in my spare time how do I feel about my personal development my finances you know all the different elements of our life and it can help us to see really easily like oh shit like this really has just taken over everything I need to put some focus back into me for example because you know that I I know all those jobs in my business but they have to get done like someone has to do them and until we're in a position to bring on someone else you know okay maybe that person has to be me but what else can I do to light me up what else can I do to bring energy back and it's amazing to to um to hear that like that's that oh, super and, and exciting it has changed and you know it's six hours on a sunday rehearsal and four hours on a tuesday so it's a, a commitment but i've just noticed i've just my energy has lifted because you you it, it fills you enough and and then encourages like just i get up earlier i have to be more planned like it's 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 so interesting that shift and and what you were talking about probably one of the tools that um definitely i've benefited so greatly from like this mentorship definitely um if there's anyone out there listening they they are offering this program again through women in business so absolutely put your hand up put the application in um because it's you know you work with the mentor that you're provided with and you just work out how it works but I have uh, Belinda King was mine Mm. and we're going to continue meeting because she just has been so fundamental with just keeping me accountable but being giving me an ear but also um I've made a friend and um like I've got so many beautiful friends like but to be able to you know be near 50 and and still making true friends I think is really so lovely and that that is part of that energy exchange and also one of the other mentors um uh, Lena Wood she gave me that pretty much quadrant of of the circle analogy and like she identified very quickly that my fun and recreation was like very close to zero in the toilet yeah (laughs) and even my love my relationship was very low too but but it was all around the fact that like business was just too yeah too heavily weighted um you know obviously working with my husband but just a tiny little shift of that cog um but you've got to you've got to own it but you've also got to be open to listening to others um you can't just hide or stick your head in the ground and think it's going to change. Mm. Nothing's going to change if nothing changes. And I, um, I'm open and willing to change. And I'm, we've got three daughters, four daughters with my beautiful stepdaughter. So there's four women that are watching on, you know, and I feel like I'm a, a role model that I'm proud of, um, uh, you know, leading the way. Or showing a way. I'm not saying yes. leading. Um, um, showing a way, and and time and time again, like I'm just showing them that there's 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 things that I'm doing that are really positive in in the way that you can make shifts, and and it does affect then the whole you know nucleus and people around. So yeah. Um, I think I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna interject. I'm gonna put coach hat on just for a minute and and say you can say leading the way, yeah, because you you are yeah. to to me leadership is inspiration. Leadership is is um, if you have got some form of influence on people underneath you or looking if you've got people that look up to you and you've got influence and you're inspiring them then you're leading them and that doesn't mean that they have to do the exact same as you but they can use you as an example to go wow okay um 
you know, mum loves this, mum gets lit up by that. She was in a position where she wasn't feeling um, inspired, wasn't feeling energised, was feeling a bit down. She saw that that was affecting every aspect of her life and look at what she's gone out and done. You know, that's that's leading by example, isn't it? It's the, you, the girls aren't going to be in the exact same situations, but they're going to be able to model that and go, wow, okay, I'm in a situation that I'm not happy with right now. What can I do about it? Um, and that's leadership. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I I do, I find it interesting how much you can sort of talk yourself down. I've found that too this year. Um, again, it's been such a, a welcoming and encompassing group of women um, mm-hmm. and all walks of life and, and businesses and, and uh, uh, yeah, that has been noted, you know, that we all are probably our own worst critics, but also just that, that selling down of yourself like um, yeah and it's very important to be pulled up thank you (laughs) (laughs) I just I've just got to interject here Thank you. <laughs> you, you um, oh, uh, when you were talking about your business and how you established your business, you mentioned that it was something that you felt, you know, you had to do. You were at the point of having to do something um, to, you know, keep your family afloat. Are you able to share a little bit about the the starting of your business and your story behind that statement? Yeah, of course. Um, once again, like I just find that timing is always very aligned and I couldn't believe it was March when we spoke and um, I was was telling a friend this morning that we were doing this and I said last time we cried through the screen you and I like Mm -hmm. and um, I will probably do the same again today because I got a memory on Facebook and um, and I pretty much said mama these girls have got their mama back and um, it's actually 10 years today since um, we left the shop our mm. our camera house store um we closed the doors well we closed the doors the week earlier but then we pretty much he had a liquidator standing at the doors while we left and um Gosh. it was you know my children our children were well one was a baby she wasn't even walking and and the other one was um you know just running around a toddler and I think the other beautiful daughter was just at kindy and you know, it was so huge because we made a, a decision 10 years ago that did change our life, but it would have ruined our life if we didn't, you know. Yeah. Um, there comes a point um, when something is just not working and it was killing both of us. And um, we, you know, were in the time in retail when the GFC had hit um, we were in an industry that we loved, you know, both of us. Like it's been my whole life photography and, and um, you know, making people happy with memory making. And mm. um, you've got big, big companies charging 10 cents for prints when, you know, when we entered the business, you know, six years earlier, people were paying 65 cents a print, you know. Yeah. And then grey gray market, you know, online camera purchases were... Um, just starting and there were so many there were so many variables that happened in in our our time when we uh, took over this shop you know with absolute rigor and big ideas like maybe two bigger ideas I don't know like those leaps and risks only a handful of people take them and I see that now because we've taken another one (laughs) like um uh but we love that space you know and I saw that photo today and like the way we'd set the shop up and how we you know changed the tabletops just so that they weren't just brown and you know there was just so many beautiful things the colored walls and and how many customers that we just loved and adored and I still hear from them you know because they need something but we made the decision to shut those doors and we did we we lost everything in that process in regards to our our livelihood um and our you know our personal state because we were directors of a, a company mm-hmm. and so essentially again lots of lessons learned we had no protection as as directors of that company so hence we we lost our home through that process and mm-hmm. um you know uh, memories and again our 
daughter who was in kindy. I remember her coming home, walking home from school, and she literally had to hold the kids whilst I took the car seats out and um, they took the car out of the driveway. They're things that are really, really challenging things as a mother. Yeah. Um, but as a human, you know, Absolutely. as a human. Um, and the same with coming, you know, literally we had secured a rental, which was just phenomenal because it was our family home we'd secured a rental I was so excited that you know um we found somewhere and I went back to just you know literally get get the things that mattered by like the nappies and the <laughs> the cot you know yeah uh, the porter cot I think and um they changed the locks like the bank had changed the locks on the doors you know oh huge gosh. things huge impactful things but mm. we got through and as I remember my mum saying at the time they cannot take your children and and they didn't but what shifted for us um in that decision um 18 months down the track when we were in our rental property and we were still battling to work out where to from here because we're both um very very talented intelligent um driven humans yeah. <laughs> yeah um who'd taken a big knock and where to from here was still very um mm. top of mind but mm. we were open to however but we had a young family and we were still recovering from our loss um our darling youngest um was hit with the virus um that attacked her spine um literally face of spine and it ascended and clumped at her brainstem but in 48 hours our life changed and so um she was airlifted to sydney and we were there four months um and you know the three weeks of that she was in icu on life support so we we nearly lost her but we did not she's a fighter and remains so oh but that, that changed our life and because we had lost everything per se but we hadn't lost anything you know if we'd lost a child yeah you know and and that stuff yeah, yeah yeah um and our family knew that like it just changed everything for us so we just then knew what mattered and then our community knew what mattered like mm. we you know we certainly um i suppose we probably wanted to leave town for a bit right after the shop closed there was there was a lot at play there but you know our family was here and we had the support of our beautiful people around us but then when we come home from sydney children's hospital we just had people rallying around us and we still have those people rallying around us you know oh my gosh yeah that's beautiful so yeah so we then pretty much a I remember being in ICU and we got a call because Darren's an entrepreneur and he built a time-lapse camera, not in ICU, but, you know, just before <laughs> like yeah. we, you know, our life had changed and he built a camera and, you know, he said, no, they can see it online and, you know, I only need a solar panel. And anyway, um, uh, Woolworths uh, were building a new building in Sydney and they said, oh, we would love two cameras. We heard you've got this. And, and literally it was two days before Maisie got sick. And then literally um, Darren had to ring them and just say, sorry, our circumstances changed. And, and they said, family first, give us a call. When So they they gave us an in. We still have cameras all around for Woolworths. Like they were phenomenal. Yeah, um, amazing. So that's just one part of our business. And that is, that is you know, half of our business is our time-lapse a provision and the other is is pretty much you capturing that progress of construction and industrial um you know on the ground stuff mm. and the air darren goes in the helicopter too <laughs> and i wow. was i was helicopter um until i had one of my our beautiful babies in my belly and i reckon i vomited for two days and i just <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this <laughs> and i handed the camera to darren and then he he left and then he literally got an award for his photo and I went, radio, off your chart, go. Okay, that's <laughs> go do yours now. <laughs> do and he does. He, he's amazing. Um, and uh, as, as am I in, in different arenas. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah. But it, it grew from there and we just realised if he can leave ICU and go do a job and we could get some funds um, 
to continue to support our family, you know, what, what better way? And we would, you know, we wouldn't have been able to do what we did if we had a shop right then, you know, mm. we, would have, we would have stopped anyway, you know, because what matters was our little family. So yeah. we've continued, I think one of your um, questions was, you know, um, what keeps you going, you know, um, when things get tough, like yeah. we just go, what are we doing this for? Or, you know, who are we doing this for? And and we know that so clearly, like it, it isn't about the money. Like, of course, the money provides um, our lifestyle and, and, and how we live. But, you yeah. know, there was not, we, we couldn't, like we couldn't even pay our rent at that point in time, you know, and we had beautiful family and friends who just kept paying our rent and Country Hope covered for us here in Wagga. We had so much support here in our beautiful local community mm. and that, you know, we uh, will be forever indebted, but we, we it goes around, comes around and we, we support, you know, we support so many beautiful people in our town like they've supported us. But we just, you just ask yourself, why, you know, why am I doing this and who am I doing this for? Yeah. And it does really come back to that, um, that, and if it doesn't, if it doesn't feel right, um, you just say no. You just, um, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like, mm. it, it doesn't, if it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think that's such fantastic advice just before I get back to that thank you so much for for being open and and sharing that story it's quite like it's unfathomable you know to 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 have lost like you said what you felt was everything your your business your home your car all your stuff your freedom your control of your stuff you know having the doors locked on you and you couldn't even go and get your porter cot out of the house you know um but then then so soon afterwards to realize that actually uh, we had nothing taken away from us because the most precious things are these three babies right here, these three girls right here. And to, to have come so close to, 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 to one of them potentially like losing one of them. I just can't, I can't even find the words to imagine it. You must have built up such incredible strength through yeah. this whole experience. Um. You don't, you don't know at the time, but um, I see it now once again in, in our children. Um, but then, you know, in the, the people around us, you know, my parents, uh, Darren's parents, our, but yeah, our children especially, like we're, we're adults. So we have enough experience to sort of process or, you know, have enough supports. But the kids, I just, I'm in awe of our children, like mm. how, how resilient and how um, open they are to, um, you know, uh, just being aware that that people can do it tough. And yeah. so, you know, so it brings in that kindness and understanding um, and just, you know, awareness around um, life is not easy. So then expectation um settles a little you know um and uh then when you have to work hard like sometimes like Darren was a workaholic you know mm-hmm. I think I actually was close to being an alcoholic and that's, that's <laughs> the truth like there was sort of this double-edged sword <laughs> but it just you know I I uh, drank probably too much he worked too much but then there just became this balance of like wow um what again what matters and um uh, it's about balance and the kids just go well dad's got to do this and mum's got to do this um uh because this is this is why you know and i will i am just going to add like i'm sitting in in an office in a home that we have purchased so anyone again out there listening like we, we were told, you know, we both had to declare bankruptcy. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm saying this, like these, there's so much, there was so much taboo around that time. Um, it, it was so hard to make decisions around what to do because there was just no one to talk to. Mm. Um, uh, I think 
these times are different now, you know, during COVID and um, uh, how many businesses and lives have been impacted by so many variables. I, I do feel like there's so much more support and understanding and awareness around impacts of, of situations. So, I, I, you know, I'm so grateful for that um, on so many levels. But at the time for us, it was it was very alienating. It was incredibly embarrassing. It was, mm. it, it was so much um, shame. You know, there was incredible levels of, of um, you know, I'm definitely not saying it was easy, but we got through and we got through together. Like I'm, you know, so incredibly proud of Darren and I that we're still together. A mm. lot of people would have walked away. There were times we could have, certainly, but... Um, you know, we got told we'd never get a loan again. You know, we'd never get a, um, or never get a loan with low interest or, yeah. uh, you know, but we have just, you know, we've finished paying off our car just this month, um, you know, mm-hmm. and also we've got a home loan like two years outside of uh, bankruptcy and that just damn hard work and also just enough, I don't know, just belief and, uh, capacity to just continue to keep going and ask questions and be brave enough, you know, be brave enough to, you know, be honest. Like, um, and and that transparency, as the women in business um, participants said, look, you're just so transparent and like, and, and uh, to a fault sometimes maybe, but oh, like, I hear you, you know. But, <laughs> As soon as I start, you know, being honest enough, like I just had this warmth, but also this these questions, and then I could maybe say, right, well, this person could do this, or and, and then this opening up, and like, gosh, we're only in this um, for a short amount of time, and and we literally got told we would never, we'd never own a property again, we'd never get this, and we have this incredible space around us and we honor it I wake up every day and just go thank you thank you thank you Mm. like and and the kids love it and it's not about you know getting a load again it's not saying I proved you wrong it's about us um you know deservingly um having our family home you know a safe place for any of our family you know greater family and our friends and you know uh, friends of friends uh, and neighbours and all this all this community that have you know absolutely been part of the ride with us to to share with us and the joy that that brings but also um, that is what it's about <laughs> like that is what life's about 100%. And, yeah so I don't know there's there's certainly ways so don't you know I definitely don't uh, say yeah that's the part never say never I, but never say never. And look, if it gets too hard, like there's options, there's other ways and and it's not, you know, it's not, there's lots of ways, but it, it, if that's the way you have to go, you can get through um, and know that it will be okay. Cause like we're living proof of that. Um, absolute living proof of that's, that. That's, that's amazing. Do you, do you, believe or how strongly do you believe your belief and your confidence in yourselves or your perhaps your your passion to provide for your family how how much do you believe that has had an impact on how you've gotten back or how you've gotten through yeah I just I think that aligning with what matters so I suppose being clear on on those shared values you know I have been looking into values this year or um what why you uh connect with certain people or yeah. uh, why you do what you do I've been so much more aware and you talk about energy or, or feeling like I just am I'm so conscious now about what I say yes to um mm. because of you know time restrictions and energy but um it is about what um feels right and 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 feels right what might feel right for me it may not for someone else but 
I think in a partnership, like especially in a, in a uh, like Darren and I are life partners, but we're also business partners. And mm. so um, finding a balance there is so important. But at the end of the day, because we're business partners, we're only business partners so that we can provide for our family as life partners. So yeah. whatever decision we make really is still very much aligned with, with, our, with our family and yes. our our children especially, um, but also ourselves. Like, you know, we love, we do love our life together um, mm. and we do love um, what we've created and, and who we have around us. So, yeah, it is very much um, digging into that when, when, because when you're going second by second um, and that's all you have, like you literally when you're there just waiting second by second. I think I was the most present ever when we were at the hospital because you cannot be anywhere else. Like Yeah, uh, nothing else mattered. No, no. But then still coming back to that, um, you know, when things feel a bit too overwhelming or um, too much is so important, like not not going back to that trauma or that... um, event but just actually going you know what you know they say being present but that's what it is it's like you can only be here you know be here and be now and and this is it for now you know you and I are talking right now there's there was so much you know to do today but then I was like well this is really important because someone might be listening right now um that I know it could touch and could help and and that is why I said yes to doing this because mm. I've, I've, you know, I had a book fly off the shelf and you asked about a book. It was Helen Reddy's um, The Woman I Am. And my first solo I ever sang was um, I Am Woman, like all of like age 11, I think it was. Oh, wow. And, um, in a purple leotard, you know, <laughs> no frilly tail. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I then also sang it with um, the women's uh, health opening of their new centre. Like, it's quite a powerful song. But yeah. her book literally fell off the shelf one night when I was probably at my deepest um, uh, challenging point at the hospital. Um, and it literally flew off the shelf and hit me. And I, I read it. And hers hers is a tough story, Um of of loss and you know getting back up and and starting over but also aligning yourself with the right people Mm. or you know not listening uh I suppose not listening to yourself too much (laughs) like I can get in my head too much um and that's as can we all I think (laughs) yeah yeah listening to the right people but also not listening to yourself too much because I think you're I can be my own worst critic or I can be my harshest, um, yeah. One hundred percent. I was listening. Really, (laughs) I was listening to an audio book yesterday called Chatter, um, and it was it's um, it's an American. I forget his exact role. um, Psychologist, neurologist. Well, anyway, his career was studying the neurology of our self talk, and. uh, and and understanding the neg- the impact on our bodies like mentally and physically with negative self-talk you know that was what he'd spent his career like and all his life's work studying and and things and the book itself well, so I thought oh awesome that'll be a great book to read but the book itself was him sharing his story of despite all that despite being a doctor a professor in that and having all the experience and conducting all the studies and having all the research he still got himself into such an anxious mindset over an an event that happened that it almost sort of destroyed his marriage and destroyed his life and and he and he tells this story of how you know even even knowing all of that theory we can still be completely and utterly derailed by our self-talk so you know I'm like if if someone like that can still get derailed by self-talk then you know it it kind of lets that doesn't let us off the hook but you know it's like okay it's it yeah everyone does it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it does make sense. My mother's, um, I suppose her mantra for me is always been be kind to yourself. And um, I always thought, oh, gosh, good on you, mum. But, like, it's such a beautiful thing, you know, yeah. beautiful thing to say. 
you know, and she will always, she text it, you know, be kind to yourself. And I'm like, wow, like that's really powerful. Like, and, and that rings true sometimes because like I can be so unkind to myself. I'm much better than I used to be. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, recovering from, from um, past stuff, it took a, a while and it took a lot of help. I, I got a lot more help than my husband did. Mm-hmm. Um, he did do a lot of bushwalking and, and connecting with, with his um, male friends, which I think absolutely uh, huge, you know, finding a group of people that um, you can connect with. But I did get a lot, a lot of uh, therapy help and that was essential and continue to, you know, and yeah. I also get my children, uh, our children, that help too. Yes. But you've got to find the right people and the right fit. Um, so, 100%. I know. So, yeah, yeah there is, there's a fair hunk of a calendar in the daily household. <laughs> I think you've already probably alluded to a few of these, but maybe there's some more. I don't know. What some of the non negotiables, some of the things that are just absolutely critical to you um, that you have in place to help you you know, help you be the best that you can be. And you've spoken about um, being kind to yourself. You've spoken about having the right people around you. You've spoken about getting professionals in when you need to. Like, are there other things that you've learned from your experiences that you need to have in place to help you to operate as best you can? I feel, um, again, non-negotiables have probably been one of my biggest challenges Mm. um, only because of, not placing myself on top of the chain um and that has been a big lesson and as I said heading to 50 um next year has made me just realize that I have to prioritize myself and it's not selfish it's self-full and absolutely that, that shift has been really important this last couple of years for me um I think when I have that balance, um, obviously it's got to be flexible um, because uh, flexibility is essential too. But I need the balance um, in my days. Like if they're overscheduled, uh, it, it sends me undone. So yeah. just just having some clear days or clear space. Yes. So I've been um, really good this year you know even blocking into 15 minutes like if like because I work from home if there's dishes on the sink or there's a load of washing I just sort of block it into 15 now and like there's four 15 minutes in an hour which makes me go oh like that's really exciting because like that's four lots of things I could do you know and I (laughs) and it becomes a little bit habitual you know and then that's one hour but then that's that's pretty cool because then if the girls are at school then there could be six of those you know Mm. Um, but um I think more and more I'm just remaining realistic and I think that's becoming my uh non-negotiable which was becoming so negotiable I was just being unrealistic like with my time and my energy and my capability um mm. and so yeah i just yeah and that's probably about being kinder and also lightening up like today mm. i had a plan and then as soon as someone offered a coffee it wasn't wasn't oh yeah i'll go have a coffee it was like i would love to see them you know and it'd be <laughs> yeah. so good you know and um honoring that like really listening to my body and just going yes I our coffee machine's broken our coffee machine's broken uh, (laughs) and uh, that's that's dire in this household but also I'd love to see I'd love to see them you know and that was so important and so then just being being present in that rather than going oh my god but I've got to do this no yes okay being then realistic that the rest of my day is not going to flow how I sort of planned but yeah that's okay that's okay yeah 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 and then that's joy because I've actually had a really beautiful conversation this morning I've done this I feel like I've um contributed um but also filled my cup before the entourage 
so <laughs> important, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. important. Yeah. yeah, I I love it. I could just keep talking to you for ages. <laughs> I know, but sorry. I am very grateful of your time. Very yeah. thoughtful of your time. Yeah. So you've already told us about a book. Um, yeah. What about, I have these three little questions that I ask everybody at the end of each interview. So we already, we've already heard about your book. What is a piece of tech or an app or software that's changed how you do business? Uh, look, I, look I, I feel like zero for me really changed my life. Yes. I'm so hesitant because I Darren's the, the tech, like he's the tech whiz. There would like, be so much tech in your business. <laughs> oh my gosh! And you know, like the whole room's buzzing, even just with our servers and stuff. And so I was, yeah. So probably Lightroom to edit um, our photos because it's just um, and ordering our photos. You know, just. And I, I refused it for so long and, like, it was just getting so frustrated with me because he just knew it would help me. Like, uh, but I was, yeah, a little bit um, stubborn there. But then zero, like, um, yeah. look, I don't uh, I don't confess to understand it all, but just our invoicing and just the repeating tool in our invoicing because we've got these time-lapse cameras out there that do have to get charged every month, like, just setting up the repeating invoice, like like if I forget to do it, it's sitting there in drafts. I'm like, oh, got to send. You yes. know that that is so important because um, you can't have it all in your head. If it's all in my head, my mind is full, and then it can you can't like, process anything. No, then can you? No. Yeah. Yeah, there's two different mindfuls and one's not healthy. One hundred percent. Oh, I am a definite, um, definite zero convert as well. Yeah, yeah, my um, my my hubby was very much, you know, just running his business all through Excel spreadsheets and things, and oh. I was like, you have to. I am going to move you to zero. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's just so much easier just yeah. automate everything it takes so much time away it's excellent it does yeah no I'm I'm very I'm very yeah actually very proud too that I've I've transitioned to it like because it's good on you those sort of things you know I remember my mum started out at the uni you know later in life and she went to the library and all their computer systems and all their programs like and I remember at the time she just sort of felt so um, not confident and mm. just seeing her shift and change during that process like it's huge and I I'm the same like you know the kids will laugh at me but um, like there are points in times where you just go I don't know if I can do this I don't know if I can learn this I don't know if I can change um, but you can and when you do like that is that is um, you've it's got a to be proud moment. Moment. yeah you've got yeah. to do that yeah that's important to to high five yourself yeah. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> so again like there's you've shared so much but if you could give your teenage self just one piece of advice what would it be mm, wow I didn't think about this one <laughs> um yeah look bad things are going to happen I think um I think I I'm going to say drop the ball but I I fell heavily mm. when when bad things happened in my adult life because so I had such an incredibly blessed childhood like mm. I was so lucky um and blessed you know uh with my childhood uh I feel so grateful for that and I thank my parents for that and my my brothers and you know but when reality hits and um it's good yeah, it does and just not to expect it it's not it's not about you know being cautious or but just know that bad things are going to happen and that's okay mm. um, that's okay yeah because um when i say bad like it's not good or bad or right or wrong it's just like life 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 yeah. happens and life happens i've never read that book true. um uh, bad things happen to good people but people have told me I, I should and I could but you could. I, I think yeah I think that um that analogy you know um it, yeah I think essentially we're there's goodness in all of us but yeah mm. of course stuff's going to come and and take the wind out of your sails but 
just know that it is going to be okay. And yeah. and it is, it is. And you're a living testament to that and your yeah, beautiful daughter. You. Yeah, absolutely. All my daughters. Well, all your daughters, yes. Absolutely. And my yeah. beautiful husband and, yes. and myself, you know, like, yeah, we are, we're, we're, um, we're a pretty solid unit. I can imagine. imagine. Thank you so much, Kylie, for sharing your story, your experiences, your learnings. It has been such an inspirational um, conversation. And I just know that there's going to be so many people listening in that are going to be able to take things from that and go, wow, you know what? I I can get through what I'm going through now by from listening to that. I wish thank you, everyone. Thank you. good was that can you imagine getting through the time where you felt that you had lost absolutely everything your home your business your livelihood your every means of providing for your family with then not a year and a half later being dealt the incredibly cruel blow of almost losing one of your children and then that realization of well geez, what I thought I'd lost before was actually nothing compared to what I could have just lost. I I cannot, as a mum, I cannot imagine the the pain and the emotional roller coaster geez that buzzword almost doesn't seem right to put there but you know what I mean that that the um, all the emotions that that Kylie must have felt and her husband must have felt through that period so thank you so much again to Kylie for being so vulnerable so open and so willing to share a story that has the potential to help so so many there's, there's so many takeaways. There's so many things that I could pick out of this conversation. But I think one of the biggest for me is the fact that nothing and no one are going to save us. You know, no one is going to suddenly turn things around for us. So if we're in a position that we are unhappy in, if, if, our role in our business or how we're operating in our business or, or or anything is not how we want it to be, then sitting back and waiting for someone to do something about that for us is not going to happen. And I love that Kylie took the initiative to apply for a business mentorship program. And I found it interesting at the start how she said she didn't even feel that she qualified for it because perhaps her value or her worth in her business was so low at that point that she didn't even recognize that she was a woman in business. But, you know, that's that's another conversation. The takeaway that I'm getting from this is that she realized that she was feeling drained because she wasn't doing things that light her up. She wasn't refilling and recharging her creative cup. And so whilst there are elements of the back end of a business that there's probably not many people that like, let's be honest, you know, invoicing and um, accounting and bookkeeping and admin and emails and all that sort of thing. It has to be done. But there are ways that we can bring that energy back into ourselves as humans. And for Kylie, that was that was performing, that was getting on stage, that was putting her energy into something other than her business. And that's a really big thing that I talk to my clients about. When we're looking for balance, when we're looking to feel like we have a business that's meeting the needs of our lifestyle, we have to consciously make choices to focus on other areas of our lives because it is really easy to put all our focus into our business, particularly those of us who work from home. We have the capacity to never switch off and in doing so, we're never going to find that balance. So we have to consciously make a decision, like in Kylie's case, to go and audition for a role in a production. Now, that might not be the thing for you. It might be um, going and starting a new sport or learning a language or learning an instrument or um, just making a more conscious effort to, to invite friends around and, and do social things or to do things with the kids, whatever it might be. But I think the point I'm getting at is that our business, and I say this a lot, our business is never going to get to the point where that just magically happens. That's a conscious decision that we as business owners need to make. And we can make that at any time. At any time, our business does not need to be at a certain stage for us to make that decision. 
Now, maybe you're listening to all this and thinking, yeah, I really resonate, but I've got no idea how to do this. I've got no idea how to change how to get myself out of what I've always been doing and if that's you then maybe you want to consider joining the real life business hub membership is now open to join the hub and get access to me twice a month for group coaching calls and expert mastermind sessions every month as well as an online community of like-minded business owners who are there to support the, the one of the biggest bits of feedback I've got from members of the hub is that it is excellent to be in a community of people who get it and we all have friends and family around us we all have customers clients and just people around us all the time but they're not always people that we can talk to about this stuff you know um, Kylie was talking in this episode that she felt alone she felt alienated she felt embarrassed to talk to people but when you're in a community of people who get it then it helps us to realize that we're not the only ones going through these struggles or we're not the only ones going through um, whatever it is that we're going through and hell when things are going really well you know we want people who we can champion us and who who can celebrate with us and who aren't going to think that we're bragging and um, that's that's what the hub is all about it's about bringing like-minded business owners together and giving you access to me and to each other to to bounce things off and to really help propel your business forward so if that sounds like something that would be fantastic for you to be a part of in 2022 then shoot me an email at claire at reignitepc.com.au or you can send me a dm on insta or or Facebook and let's have a chat about whether the hub could be right for you. Alrighty, that is enough from me for this week as we have outstretched the hour. I usually like to keep my episodes within the hour, so I'm going to stop talking. I trust you have enjoyed this episode. Let me know on socials what you have loved and remember to share this episode with someone in your network you think needs to hear it. I will be back in your ears very soon and until then, bye-bye.